fight me. Hello and welcome to Bite, Bite me. me. I'm Julia Steyer. And I'm Bacola Ogunmola. And I love vampires. And I do not. And welcome to season two. Yay! This season we're going to be doing our guest season. Yes. So Bacola, since it's your friend joining us, would you like to give a little rundown on who's going to be joining us later? My friend Nikhil Pai will be joining us after the viewing. Um, so we were so excited that he can come through. He is one of our resident uh, vampire experts. Very excited. So, very excited for him to come and he'll introduce himself after we come back. Fantastic. Yeah. And we are watching Once Bitten, which is a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Um. So like, I'm excited. Me I, too. I, oh, sorry. My knee is like no, in, no, you're in fine. your side. Um, <laughs> I, no, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Do you want to give us a little... Did I look it up? No, no. it's okay. I'll 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 vamp. <laughs> oh, pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. Um, also, I realized that this is like within the first minute twice. I just like threw the responsibility to Bacola both times. I was like, I don't have any info. Bacola, tell us. Um, here you go. Okay. I can't read it without my glasses. Oh, fair. Okay, so this is once bitten. Um, oh no. <laughs> I got a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, but 91% of Google users liked this movie. Great. So I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, it's a movie for the people, yes. not for the critics. Thank okay. you, Juju. You're welcome. A centuries-old vampire, the Countess, has kept her youthful look by drinking the blood of male virgins. Since she finds this prey challenging to come by, <laughs> she is thrilled when she meets young <laughs> young Mark Kendall, Jim Carrey, who wants to lose his virginity, yet has a reluctant girlfriend, Robin. After luring Mark away from a club, the Countess drinks his blood, but the hapless guy isn't sure what has happened until he starts exhibiting unusual symptoms. That sounds funny. That sounds hilarious. I'm ready for this. Like I said, hey, and this falls into our category of comedy, like movies do comedy, comedy better. better. Yeah. So... Very excited for that. Also, just like want to point out that I truly woke up this morning and chose drama. I very much look like I have a vampire podcast. I'm wearing like a red dress with a mesh shirt underneath and a bat choker. Yes. And we got these cool little, um, from Darko Mex, kind of our first uh, somebody recognizing that we do weird, fun vampire stuff. So she's got a little sun. I've got a little moon. And we're dressed as day and night. And we're dressed as day and night. Yeah, we were saying, like, <laughs> that I am the Lestat groupie, and she is, like, the young, unsuspecting maiden who's, like, about to seduce a vampire without even trying. Mm. Without mm-hmm. even trying. Yeah, I've, yeah, I should be somewhere frolicking in the woods right now. <laughs> That's exactly the vibes I was trying to give you, so, like, you're welcome. Or I feel like you're doing something dumb, like, night apple picking. Yeah, something, you know? something real stupid, like, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like some white people stuff. You said I it. I said it. I said it so you didn't have to. I Thank saw you. it in your eyes. I saw it. She looked at me, and her mind just went, the caucasity. <laughs> Julia, I love you so much because, like, truly, truly was thinking, you said night apple picking and that wasn't even an idea of an idea. Like, I wouldn't have even thought to think of that idea. You know? Night apple picking. What? How am I see the apples? It's dark outside. But I also feel like that's what they have their victims do. Like, they have them do something really dumb but really innocent that you're just like, I don't I feel that bad. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't be mad at you. But I can't either, be mad though. at you because it's so sweet. Like you're probably picking those apples to like feed an orphanage. Yes, apple pies. Apple you know? pies for the orphanage. Yes, yes, yes. Instead of going to a Ralph's. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted it to be organic. 
anyway. anyway, about the movie, what are your expectations for this movie? Once bitten, I think Francesca had a really no. You, you had a good point, so I'll let you bring it up later. <laughs> about well, actually, do it now. Sorry, what's so we my don't point? Delay. About once bitten. Oh no, it was Francesca. Is it gonna have the song? <laughs> oh well, she asked if it was okay. So she asked if it was a Christmas movie. Yes, because the lyrics are once bitten yeah. and twice, twice shy something. And I was talking about Tell me baby I hope so I hope there's a little Christmas in there But I was Because what we brought up was There was like this big trend It was more in the 90s though And I think this came out in the 80s But the 90s had this big trend Of like Picking a song Kind of arbitrarily Naming the entire movie After one lyric in that song And then playing the song once So I was like This will probably have that song At the end and it'll make zero sense. And they'll be like, ah, yes, justification. Yeah. It's like I, when you read I the title of a book it. in a book. Yeah. Like when they first when you first read the word Twilight and Twilight and you're like, oh, Twilight. Okay. So how long was it? Five, five <laughs> minutes before she mentioned Twilight. I'm going to start doing a countdown and I'm going to let you know about yourself. Okay. Um, to be fair, it's what we've used as our basis for this entire true. podcast. True. So. And if you guys did not watch our... Out. Wow, that was real Midwest of me. Or Texas. I'm not sure, actually. Um, if you guys did not watch our crossover episode with 354 Squad, yes. it, we watched Twilight and it's mwah, golden. We have we are all too way connected to that movie. and Not all of us. Julia. And Tiana. And Tiana. Tiana was also... And you, were, you, had, a, you had a story I had to a, throw in I there. had a story to throw in there. Poor Kendall had never seen yeah, the movie no. and was confused. Kendall was sitting there in the corner like, huh? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but once bitten, I, I know for a fact, this is young Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. This is Jim Carrey from now, 36 years ago, 37, <gasps> if we count the year that it was filmed and then it was released the year after. Uh, that's what I'm That assuming. was a lot of math you did very quickly. I'm very impressed. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but like, this is young Jim Carrey at the peak of hilarity. Yeah. Um, was like still in full function with the Wayans brother. Like this is going to be funny and that's what I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. And if it's not funny, I, I don't got no complaints. He made his money. Things have happened. You know, he's lived his life and he's made other funny things, but I'm expecting this to be hilarious. I see what you mean. It's kind of like we, I feel like we had a very similar assessment going into Vampires in Brooklyn. Cause we were like, it's an Eddie Murphy, Murphy movie. movie. Like yeah. if this isn't hysterical, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, yeah. And it was. And it, <laughs> it was that definitely, yes, that definitely um, was the, uh, it, 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 it's delivered on the promise yes. of it being yes. what it is. So I'm expecting this to deliver as very funny. Um, uh, Nikhil hasn't seen this movie in a while, so so I'm excited to like hear his opinions mm-hmm. about it. I and think he recommended it to us. He, yeah, yeah. He he. Nikhil is really our resident like vampire. Um, he probably will know more than we do. Like we can tell you about Vampire Diaries and like Twilight. Like he yes. could probably. I'm actually just making all this up. I think he can. He, he seems like he'll, he can. He'll let us know about like because he has like he even like gave us a couple DVDs. Yeah. Oh, he's ready. Like, he, yeah. He's like he prepared. listened to some episodes for homework. Yeah. Like we. Love Nikki. Yes. Bless We're very heart. excited. You're going to love him too, so. I want him to give us like a whole history lesson. It's going to be great. I think he will. Um, And then we'll, of course, go through our checklist on if it, uh, like, things that we think that it'll hit. So, like, what do you think is going to, um, what are you expecting from this movie? Oh, my gosh. Um, I So, Jim Carrey, <laughs> I, I'm curious to see 
what kind of humor it's going to be. Mm. Because, I, you know, his is a little quirkier. It's a little more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope I resonate with it. I, You know, oh. that's something that I'm, I'm curious about. Because I've never seen, like, Ace Ventura or... Um, I saw, like... His remake of The Mask. Yeah, I saw and, that too. And but I was young. It was it was very like, whoa, whoa, uh-huh. um. So yeah, but I also I mean I really liked him in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Granted, that was not a comedy, and it was That's an older Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like, so um, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Also, it's the '80s. I'm expecting there to be things that do not age well. Ooh, yes. Especially because it's like, oh it's like, goodness. it's got sexual content or it's like about like a guy wanting to lose his virginity. Like, oh. I have a feeling there's going to be some things that we're all just like, oh. Cringe. Mm. Cringe. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. We never should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, part of me, I'm excited, but part of me is like a little nervous of like, what's this going to be? That's true. That's super exciting, though. Like, I'm excited to see what kind of a... Uh terribleness ensues you know like now i'm like ooh, what we can come in with all our wisdom and be like incorrect no not anymore that's what that's how i felt when i watched veronica mars i was like oh oh really this is awkward when yeah. did that come out uh veronica mars came out in 2008 oh no <laughs> and like, it was still it, it was still one of those things where it's like Okay. Oh, no. Cool, 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 I also think like this is going to be a little uncomfortable because it's like an older woman, like, actually preying on a... Younger man. Yeah, like a high... Like, and he's supposed to be playing a high schooler. Like, really? Yeah, they're I'm in high school. I'm not listening. I'm so I sorry. I think. I'm pretty sure. Wait, look that you up again. high school? Uh, look, uh, youthful... No, no one oh. said anything about high school. Okay, I just... Ass- I guess I just assumed. Why would you assume that? exactly (laughs) anyway so we're super excited um we're gonna go watch it you guys go watch it and come join us yeah you know how this goes we're gonna be talking all about it and if you don't know what's happening you're gonna be so confused don't be confused be in the know yeah or you could just listen to us and then watch it after or come back for the nikhil uh wow i'm out of it today yes just come listen (laughs) to us that's what that's all we're saying continue to listen um and if you're in the car Please drive safely, focus, pay attention. Um, and if you're at home listening and watching along, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And we'll be back in a couple. Bye. Bye. Bite me. And we're back. Let's introduce our guest. We're doing spirit fingers for people who are listening. Tell us about yourself. Uh, I am an actor. <laughs> uh, I grew up in North Carolina. Love vampires. So tell us, uh, like, I want to, because Bacola bragged that you're like, you know all about the vamps. So like, when did your interest start? Uh, I have my mom to blame for that. Um, she thanks, loves, mom. yeah, thanks mom. She, uh, she loves these gothic horror things. So, um, yeah, she got me, uh, these I don't know if you guys read these things, uh, like these abridged versions of classics. Yeah, I, so, like, like the Reader's Digest almost yeah, thing. It was, so I got uh, Jekyll and Hyde, um, Dracula, Frankenstein, all those cl- classics. So, um, yeah. What do, you, then, what do you think it was that drew you to vampires specifically, like out of all of those different horrors? Or are you also like a Frankenstein aficionado? I just, I, <laughs> I'm not an aficionado, but like I like the gothic horror genre yeah. i guess um and 
And vampires are, I think, are cool because they are human and mm. also monsters. Mm. And so it's this this uh, cool kind of you can do a lot with that type of story. I think so. You can go the monster route, or you can go like what it is to be like the Anne Rice route, yeah. which is like the uh, what it means to be human forever and all uh, of that stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. A lot. I feel like a lot of questions of like morality and mortality like come up and of like you know mm-hmm. who deserves to live forever and all that jazz um okay two more questions do you i'm like girling you now do uh-huh. you prefer like books movies or tv shows about vampires uh books de- uh, yeah. aren't always going to be number one i think because you can do the most with yeah. them yeah and then so i mean buffy was then oh. the big movie the or big- show the show yeah it's like yeah. The, <laughs> the movie's there. no i mean he made the show because he couldn't the movie sucked so <laughs> it's, he's not wrong no it's it's bad i fell asleep it's, it's, i was a huge bad. buffy fan and i watched the movie and i fell asleep yeah yeah um because i think you can do more with it mm-hmm. and and i think that tv shows kind of get the whole thing of like monsters are supposed to be metaphors thing mm-hmm. that films don't mm-hmm. necessarily yes i totally buffy did that do. really well yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And then my last question is, have you seen Twilight? Oh, gosh. Okay, wait. How many minutes in? Two minutes into, two about three minutes into our post-talk, she's already talking about Twilight. So, Twilight. Okay. okay, to be fair, we based everything We last don't. Week. Yes, it was you who said, well, in Twilight. Yeah, so Twilight's Nicola funny. will not even look so at I me. So I was, I was, uh, I w- my love of vampires uh, was known amongst people, so I was gifted the box set of the Twilight Shut series, <laughs> and I read the first one, and I threw the book oh! across the room, <laughs> and then I read the second one to give it a shot, and then I did not finish, I did not start the other two. What? So, I love that. I love that people like, knew you as the vampire guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And then I I watched the first two, and, and this is not. This is not. Okay, no. man. Oh, I love that. Well, okay. So once bitten came as a recommendation from you. So will you tell us a bit I, about. I feel like I should not recommend. <laughs> it's like one of those things. I was just like, oh. I remember. I remember watching that vampire movie a while back. It has Jim Carrey in it. It should be funny. No. <laughs> so why don't you start yeah. us off with your thoughts on what we did. We just watched Once Bitten. Um, yes, there was a song in there called Once Bitten, but it was not yeah. the wham last Christmas that we thought it was going to be. Yes. Uh, so take it away, Nikhil. Oh, um, I think that it didn't age well, but mm-hmm. also it probably wasn't funny to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a career starter for Jim Carrey. Yeah. And you got to see him, like, starting to do stuff he's a yeah. baby he, he i almost didn't recognize him yeah. when he first came out yeah. like if i didn't know that this was a jim carrey movie i probably would have been like oh that kid looks vaguely like jim carrey yeah also it's not a jim carrey movie he was not number no, one on the call sheet no, it's no. not he probably didn't have too much creative control about I think, it was a, I think it was his first movie yeah like That's it's crazy. not a it's not a jim carrey movie at all actually which is interesting because bacola and i were talking about it in the intro we were like when you hear that jim carrey is going to be in a movie there's like a certain expectation that goes along with that we were talking about how it's similar with like eddie murphy when we watched brooklyn mm-hmm. or vampire in brooklyn mm-hmm. we like That's had a certain oh so good oh my god so good so we good. could go on but it, you're you make a really good point Yes, there's a certain expectation that comes with a Jim Carrey movie. This was not a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. This was a movie mm-hmm. that Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey was in. happened to be in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really interesting. Um, great dancer. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, there was this very like surprisingly good dancer. Yeah, yeah and his girlfriend like clearly professional dancer. Yeah. Um there was a lot and Bacola pointed this out a lot. Well, I'll let you talk about the music video aspect. Me? Oh, oh yeah. it, the- there was full songs in the movie. Like full songs in the dance sequence. They literally did a dance that went to the song about like stealing the boy. That and was that. funny. And it was great. It was like hands off. Yeah, cuz and, and that was great. Nikhil, you brought up the point like when did Footloose come out cuz that's exactly the kind of yeah, feel that you got from it. It's Footloose and and Flashdance. Yeah. Like, yes. like these Which, classic 80 things. It was funny. I was like yeah. I was getting like Grease vibes. And then mm-hmm. especially when they broke out into the big dance. And then when she comes out dressed in leather, we were like, oh, this is just grease yeah. with vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, just the high school. It's the, the, high, yeah. the high school thing. It yeah. was It was so... It, this movie would not get made now because it does deal with a lot of like, like weird adult teenager sexual relations. And I feel like they did. They made one attempt to be like, <laughs> oh, he is 18. Like yeah. one vague... Kind of. He's like, oh, I'm 21. People tell me I could pass for 18. I was like, okay, I think that's their way of saying, like... Well, I think they were hiding the fact that he was a high schooler. Because you don't know that he's in high school until he's, he's in, in high, high school. school. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah. they do the first scenes in this weird carnival park yeah. thing. So you're just like, okay, he could have graduated and just is not, like, you know, not in college yet. Or, like, didn't go to college or Summer something job. like that. Summer yeah. job. Summer job thing sort of thing. And then... And then it goes directly into that phone. <laughs> that okay, this this is very very cute Place. phone um, phone themed phone themed bar. bar where you sit at a table and you can call other tables. Yeah, and like I think that we should date. bring that back. Yeah, like I think that's super cute. We were um, laughing. It's like old an old school app. You're still yeah. connecting through mm-hmm. a phone. Yeah. You kind of get a glimpse of the person. Yeah, <gasps> that's funny. No, I also thought that this one was really like interesting in terms of like you made a good point of like it's it was definitely billed and marketed as a comedy but it was not necessarily like laugh out loud funny it was more of like a it wasn't even a chuckle funny it wasn't a giggle oh, I, thought, it wasn't it, I like, thought there was some there were there were there were funny moments but the whole like the premise wasn't funny if does that make sense like they had jokes but it wasn't the the mm-hmm. whole thing what and i feel like part of it is that thank goodness they got jim carrey mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes were it was because like oh he's like his facial expression or like this is happening and then mm-hmm. some of the like word jokes didn't always like land i feel like they it's didn't, like situational i feel like they didn't know if they were doing a parody or a comedy yes because mm. like the glove joke is a parody type thing mm-hmm. um it was a condom, the condom well i know i know i know what uh, was, that, like, what was like, it a parody of of like that like teenage teenage thing oh, of like yeah. not knowing what it's sorry like i that. thought you meant parody as in it was like taking pieces of other vampire movies and making like a parody because i remember we were mm-hmm. like oh that's like the giles character yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, but you just meant like just like a parody of the time like, a, a teen, parody of yeah the, of, of like, like teen the, movies teen times that feels like a scary time. movie type of joke yes 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 yes, 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 yes. that's no love, such no a good love. point versus like Yes. Versus yeah. like a comedy, which is like, we're going to put you in situations and actually do things that are funny. And like comedies are actually very smart. Like yeah. it is a lot of wordplay and mm-hmm. it is a lot of, um, you know, just like witty. I would almost say like a little more grounded in their, mm-hmm. in their jokes where this one was just like, yeah, it's a weird situation to begin with. So we're just going to like throw it all out the yeah. window. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that as a parody. I feel like it, it, it did lean more towards that. Um, 
And I also, I just can't stand, something I can never stand in movies is faulty logic. So, like, something that was really <laughs> bugging me in the end was when they have, so, uh, Jim Carrey's character is, like, running away. And she, uh, the woman, the countess has all of her vampires going after him. And they're, like, busting through walls. They're mm-hmm. busting up, like, brick walls. They're <laughs> busting up through the stone floor. And then they're running, running, running. And the girl, like, Jim Carrey's girlfriend opens a door and hits one in the head and it knocks him out. I was like, I'm sorry, you can break through a brick wall. Flooring. That you can't, like, but a 16-year-old girl's fleshy punch is going to take you down. Or, like, the slam of a door. She might be very strong. But I, but that, if you're stronger than a brick wall... I feel like punching you feels like punching a brick wall. And that would hurt anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I just don't like... I don't like when, the, like, the rules of a world are inconsistent. And I think that mm-hmm. is, like, one thing that you do fantasy or anything that's, like, mystical. Like, you have to set rules and then you have to stick to them because we're already trying to figure out the rules of the world. And then yeah. if you then are consistently breaking them when it's convenient for you, I don't know where we are anymore. Yeah. Especially when it's in the same scene. It lit- <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yeah, if it was a continuity issue, I would be a little bit more forgiving, but it's not. (laughs) It's not. It's the same thing. Yes. Yes. And like, or like I even said like, oh, something that's really frustrating me is like, if she's this all powerful person, like, why isn't she just killing the other three friends? Yeah. Yeah. And like, Mikhail was like, well, it's not that kind of movie, but it's like, but if you're going to like introduce... This kind of ruthlessness as... Well, I guess she didn't really kill anybody else. She didn't kill no one died. So, okay, I guess you're right. I guess that did keep with the rule of that. They didn't explain if there was, like, a rule against it. Um, Because she was also drinking mostly from... Bottles. Bottles, yes. And she had, like, a dead pigeon in her fridge. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. (laughs) That was uncomfortable. To keep it fresh, you know? Keep it fresh. Um, Midnight snack. Midnight. Midnight Which, Which is something that I like when movies do with vampires... That they're not just killers, actually, because. So you sound like you're a fan of Twilight. No, <laughs> no, I no, no, to, no, no, I no. Just that in there. <laughs> yes. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you doing, Bacola? Um, just talk the kill. <laughs> Call her Countess. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, it's like, I think we have werewolves, and that's that's. That's the epitome of monsters that are just monstrous and are not, uh, you think so? are, are not uh, that are you know not human anymore or like zombies and stuff like that. Mm, I think mm-hmm. vampires are kind of the only monster or at least gothic monster that we get that retain that sort of humanity to them. Yeah, and so oh. and so when so like my question is always like when you are an apex predator amongst humans. Why don't, why aren't you all right? Why are you living in the shadows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot, a lot you? of things now are like, or a lot of movies I've seen now are like, oh, humans have advanced. Humans are a threat now. Mm-hmm. Humans have figured out how to fight back with us because you're right. It's like, well, theoretically you could just kill everyone or whatever, but it's, I think it's interesting that shows now are addressing that. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, here's this major plot hole in our world that people are going to point out. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. make something. Yeah, because yeah, it's true. Like, if that's the case, then, like, and it's, I know the, the argument of, like, well, humans are the food. Right. But, like, I'm not nice to chickens. 
Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah. I am nice to chickens. I did hang out with a chicken yesterday. Fun fact. I what? really did. Yes. Where were you? I was on set. It's a whole thing. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, like, we aren't avoiding chickens and letting them do what they want to and then just plucking them whenever we want to. No, we're, like, we have them in terrible farms that are bad for them. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't they do that to humans and have them just be, like, in oh, a like corner? like, farm a human? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. have, like, a, a, like, that's what vampires would do. Mm-hmm. They do that. Because in, they are. They do that in the blade series i think oh really it's like they they start to introduce like just oh. packaging humans oh. and having them be basically blood like oh. like living blood bags for them oh that's stressful that's <laughs> so stressful but but that that's the natural i think yeah progression that would of be that. yeah just like it's kind of matrixy of just like the machines use you as a battery yeah that's all that you're really useful for yeah in that, in that society but like what I like about stories that Anne Rice writes is that it's all about being human forever and that the cost of being human forever is that you have to drink blood. Yeah. Mm. But it's like the desire to be a vampire is not to be a monster. It's to live forever. Oh yeah. yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Wow. It's so in, in the Anne Rice novels, do they make it? Cause I know like a lot of them too. It's like, uh, when we were watching vampire Academy, and they were talking about like you could become like one of the immortal mm-hmm. vampires, but you also got power, immortality. Like it, it was, it was more about like power and strength. But then in exchange, you got that uncontrollable bloodlust. So mm-hmm. does Anne Rice also have the like crazy power that comes with it, or like the strength, or like was it just the... immortality of like I want to stay? It's, Im- it's immortality, and it is strength. I mm-hmm. think speed. I think oh, I yeah. like I think the way that she describes it is like your mind opens and so like every part of like you become the best human possible in a way where it's just like Mm. you become the fastest you become that like like your abilities as a human are never are not no longer tamped down yeah so you become strong you become fast you become oh i like that it's like who's worthy of handling that responsibility yeah that's interesting that is interesting i like that Mm -hmm. Speaking of just like different vampire lores, um, I kind of something we talk about a lot is what tropes did this movie stay true to? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say like the main one obviously was sunlight. They were you know they were never out right. They were never out in the morning. He was, but he, he was, was transformed. He was transformed, yeah, he was, and he kept being like, "Oh, super bright." So, oh yeah, and then he was even yeah. like, "Oh, it's almost sunrise. You guys need to go to bed." Yeah. Um. So sunlight. Uh, crosses were not a thing. Crosses were not a thing. She even said in that's only end. in movies. In the end, though. Uh, girlfriend. No, yeah. but, no, she put it up, and then the woman was like, "I'm ha, an ha, ha, just kidding." Oh, yeah, boom. Wasn't a thing. So. Um, uh, so crosses weren't a thing. Mirror, the not showing up in mirrors was, was a, thing. a thing. And then they had this one moment, and this is where I agree with you, Nikhil, where it felt very much like a parody, where Jim Carrey breaks like this wooden thing. What was mm-hmm. it? A chair or something? Yeah. And he yeah. suddenly has this like really sharp, pointy stick, and we all literally all three of us were like, "Oh, he has a stake Damn. now." Yeah. And then Robin punches the vampire. Jim Carrey looks at the stake and then throws it away. And I was like, that felt weird. Like, that felt mm-hmm. like they were trying to be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Look at this vampire trope. But then they, yeah. like, didn't use it. And I was like, w-. but here's the problem. I, because they were so inconsistent, I wasn't sure the filmmakers were fully aware <laughs> that they were doing that. I was like, mm-hmm. do you know you're doing, like, a little nod to that? Or is this just like, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if... I feel like someone They must have. They had to, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna assume that they knew and that they kept dropping little gems like mm-hmm. that. So, like, that's, just a, again, the same scene as the cross or, like, yeah. li- like yeah. little stuff like that. So, I feel like that that would be a thing. The, also, the uh, fire was a big one in this one. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a... 
kind of like a lot of the vampires movies have that as like the second part like you have to stab them and then burn them or you have to dismember them and then then burn burn them them. okay true but like who is not afraid of fire no one so i don't know if that's a vampire or that's just like a (laughs) that's just a thing yeah it's just a thing like animals like we're all afraid of fire so Mm -hmm. i don't know if it was like ah because they had candles in the house if if they were that afraid of fire why would they set up but that's what i mean in a fully lit house the inconsistency (laughs) is like that was another thing you you were exactly right where they set this rule of we're definitely afraid of fire it can it's like one one thing that can harm us but we're now gonna have fire everywhere that's what was driving me so crazy Mm -hmm. was and then also or when they were oh, oh you made the good point too of like She's like, I need virgin blood. I need virgin blood. His two friends were also virgins and they just ignored them completely. It's like, it seems like you could have maybe just fed from them three times. Or yeah, like, like each one get one. Yeah. yeah. And then there was also just when the friends were fighting them up with the fire and the one vampire just like blows it out. I was like, <laughs> that was fantastic. I'm not going to lie. That was so funny. I was so annoyed though. I was like, why didn't you think? Like, I hate when characters are stupid. Like, yeah. Why didn't you think helpful. about this? Literally five minutes ago, when your homeboy was still here, like the one that you needed to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bacola, why don't you talk to us about Sebastian? Sebastian is my favorite character. <laughs> MVP. Sebastian is MVP. Sebastian did not carry this movie on his back. Did not waste a frame of this Mm-mm. movie. Okay, he was serving looks every time you saw him. Okay. There was a okay, so the director was doing this thing where they kind of set it up like this, so like two people would like, be talking, da, 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 da. and then there would just be like Sebastian in the middle, We're or like a group a of friends yeah. in the middle, and it got so bad that you were just watching the person in the middle. <laughs> like sometimes I wasn't even watching the scene, and I was just like, "What are those people talking about in the back?" And she's right there, be like, there was like they were in the middle of a courtyard, and there was just like a whole group of people just like stopped in the middle of the grass. Had a conversation and then dispersed. And dispersed. I also feel like 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 the extras did not know how to walk in this (laughs) one because all of a sudden they were like walking their shoulder and legs going. Did you see the one guy who had his hand in his pocket and he was walking like this? And I was like, "Sir, where is your backpack?" Like I had so many questions. (laughs) You were in high school. Where is your bags? Where are book? You know, like. What? Why are you outside? Right oh, that guy was not no even bringing a pencil to class. Yeah, like, like, he was. No one had anywhere to go. No one had any classes during this one period. He not was there to get his one twenty for eight hours, and that was it. <laughs> oh my gosh! He said one twenty for eight hours. That's so funny because it wouldn't be that much in eighty four. Oh, I know. Anyway, seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thirty dollars for eight hours. Oh gosh, it was. Yeah, it was really. I think I think I enjoyed it only because we knew it was going to be problematic, and so yeah, I think yes. I had fun looking for the problematic things and being like, "Yes, mm, nope, problematic, nope." Um, yeah, uh, white man with the Indian accent. Yes, I was about to say. Speaking of problematic, one of the guys dressed up as Gandhi. Did, oh, I didn't even. I wasn't paying enough attention, and the kid was like. Is he dressed up as Gandhi? And I was like, nah. No, he, and he said it too. Without, he's like, without the glasses and without something, or the, like it was bad. Oh no, that's was bad. I was, it was. There was honestly it's already. And for too all much your podcast happening. listeners, I'm Indian, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the ones where I like tell people like, "Hey, I'm black, and I didn't say that. Julia, the white woman, said that." There are several times that I've said this in the podcast. 
Because Julia would be like, white people. And I'm like, <laughs> I, the black woman, did not say that. Julia is calling out her own people. Oh, God. Okay, uh, but you lead me right to it. You go, wow, guess who does stupid stuff like walk home alone at night and take shortcuts through that. Brooklyn? I, and then she sits silent, and I go, is the answer white people? Because she goes, oh, it wasn't me. It was Julia. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> was I wrong? No. <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, the, the cat, it was just like, there was stuff that did not, uh, hold up. The fact that they basically guilted this teenage girl oh into sleeping with Jim Carrey's character, like Jim Carrey's yeah. girlfriend. That was very, that felt very 80s. Like, I was getting some, like, very, like, Saturday Night Fever vibes, mm-hmm. where it was just, like, all very, oh, there was that awful scene where she was like, Oh, like, she was apologizing for not wanting to sleep with him. And he was like, it's okay. Like, I'm a teenage boy. I'm supposed to make yeah. mistakes and cheat on you. And you're supposed to tell me no. Like, it was just every yeah. bad... Like, I swear to God, it felt like they sat in my abstinence classes in Texas <laughs> and just <laughs> transcribed my teachers and then yeah. put it into this movie. Wow. Yeah, same in North Carolina. Oh, gosh. Southern states. Yeah. I'm from it. New York. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) she doesn't know how to work it. Great. Um, But yeah, like that was an issue. I could have sworn I walked in with my Bloody Mary and now that's Is it there? Is it that one? No, that's mine. Oh. Okay. We had Bloody Mary. We did. My first one. made them. They were delicious. Thank you so much. Bloody Marys. They were like decked out. We've got pickles, garlic, olives. Tomato juice. We got it all. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was like, I want to see how many of the ingredients <laughs> she's going to get right. Jalapenos. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. This Bloody Mary has everything. Brought to you by... Stefan. <laughs> I don't understand. No, SNL. Okay, anyway. Oh. I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> okay. Our resident um, New Yorker doesn't watch SNL, so... I do watch SNL, just not often. Just not all the time, yeah. Bill Hader isn't even on SNL anymore. Oh, yes, with the hair. Yeah. I'm so dumb. This Bloody Mary has everything. Pickles. Olives. Okay, we'll cut all this out. We'll cut <laughs> nope, it's in now. This is in. Um, what else about this I just movie? like, I want to get like a an overall, like overall, did you enjoy yourself? Like whether or not it was good or like, because I think overall, I'm glad we watched it. Like, but it was, but mostly because it was good to, like track the changes and be like this is different now i wouldn't do that um, <laughs> like i like i felt like this was a learning experience like i felt like i just went to class mm. and was asked why isn't this movie work like why doesn't this movie work very questionable in yeah. terms of like and i also think it's interesting to see like and and, and this isn't new but like how comedy changes because mm-hmm. I do wonder if this was considered hilarious at one time. I don't think so. If we looked at the but reviews, I don't even Nikhil was like, I feel like I remember this movie being funnier. <laughs> I do. I yeah, I saw it a long, 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 long time ago, and I, I only remember seeing yeah so I'm many old. longs. I'm so, so sorry, but you know what's also scary? <laughs> like, or are we to like? Does it? And this is creepy, but does it appeal to like? young boys like are they like oh, oh whoa yeah like a older woman yeah like I which mean, like, makes me like uncomfortable this, to think that someone wrote it with that in this mind. this reminds me so much of um weird science if you've I seen that seen movie that. Like, mm-hmm. like it's that same type of thing in the that was happening in the 70s mm-hmm. and the 80s where like which is the american pie brought that genre back God. it's like teen sex like, right like, like young boys wanting to have sex for the first time <laughs> And, like, going about it in ridiculous ways. But I think 
what was novel about this concept was it kind of flipped who was the predator and who mm-hmm. was the prey. Because usually in vampire stories, it's the young, innocent female that's, true. that's being preyed upon by the by Dressed the like Bacola in a cute, pretty, Thank sweet you. dress. Mm-hmm. If, if for you podcast listeners, she's wearing an adorable dress. The one that we said she was going to go night apple picking in. Thank you. They still don't know. They were still listening to it earlier. Well, yeah, that's okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, but that's a, such a good point. That is a good like point. a really cool flip. Um, a flipping of a trope because that is that is a real trope is like you know young innocent and 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 like to the movie's credit I think Jim Carrey played the nervous Mm. first timer yeah like in a place that he doesn't it that he's not comfortable in I think he played that well yeah Yeah, definitely you know uh, yeah and actually I'm glad you did bring up like the young woman trope because they even poked fun at that in the dream they had Mm. they did the iconic scene of like young woman on a bed and Jim Carrey coming up picking her up and like biting her neck and it was like very like Bella Lugosi era like um, vampire and so it was I I agree with you it felt like a weird mix of comedy and parody and Mm -hmm. it didn't know which one it was Hmm. but it was fun I enjoyed it I don't know if part of that was the Bloody Mary (laughs) (laughs) could be Uh, yeah great job but I also feel like like I don't know about you guys, but I feel like if I know that a movie is going to be bad 10 minutes in, then it's easier to watch oh, because, yeah. I'm, because I'm not, because I'm expecting not too expecting much, too much truly. from it. And I yeah. can actually be like, that's ridiculous. And I think, uh, I think it was you, Bacola, who said, like, they had a lot of fun making this film. Yeah. When they were in it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that whole dance sequence was yes. probably hilarious. Or we were even talking about at the end when the vampires are chasing Robin and Jim yeah. Carrey. I was like, Robin is laughing. She's trying she not to is laugh. Yeah. racking up because this is so ridiculous and so funny. And you're right, like, they're having a blast. Like, yeah. They're running around, they're popping out at each other. They're all wearing, like, I had to wear fake teeth like that for our photo shoot. Mm-hmm. They're awful. They fall out. So they were probably mm-hmm. cracking up about that. Yeah. Like, I totally agree that this was probably so much fun. And like, I feel like that's like a very big thing in theater and mm-hmm. as well as film of like, the show sucks, but we're, we're having, having a, a great, great time. time. So like, and, we don't even care. And yeah. if you have ever been an actor that have, has had to hiss at someone <laughs> and just pose, it is the most hilarious thing that you will ever have you had to uh i think i did it once in like an audition or something like that and it's just it's hilarious to to just Mm -hmm. you know bare your teeth and go at someone it's (laughs) i think i i I know i told you guys the story while we were watching i i must have told this story before on this podcast but like i had to do that for an audition one time where it was like it literally i think it said like vamp out so i I, like did this like (sighs) and like you know like that hands I was I did not know what I was doing so I I got like claws out of nowhere and I was super embarrassed because there was like a person operating the camera and it was like not a casting director it was just like someone at Hollywood casting and film who's literally (laughs) just like paid to hit record Mm -hmm. um and so I like tried to do it really quickly and make it end quickly so I just went like (laughs) okay thank you um Bye. Like, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Yeah. But isn't that the fun of, like, being an actor? Like, part of it is just embarrassing yourself. Like, I, it's just, like, I can you just do that better on stage. I don't yeah. mind making a fool of myself on stage. There's something about, like... The camera guy being right like, there, like... The, the camera guy not giving two craps about what you're doing. Just being, focusing, like... like mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, this is... This is uncomfortable. Cool, cool, cool. We done? We're moving mm-hmm. on? All right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Have you um have you gotten to be a vampire in anything? No. No. Aww. Oh, okay. I feel like we need to change that. Yeah. So, okay, perfect. We'll we'll, we'll start drafting. Um. Oh, so this is something else. Does India have any vampire legends or myths? I think it's interesting. It is interesting, <laughs> but we're still having a debate because I was like, we don't do that in Africa. But go ahead. Oh yeah, we're still fighting about it. She claims there's no vampires in Africa. The white lady can't tell me that there are vampires. I'm not Africa. telling you. Twilight had a slash game. I'm so <laughs> Twilight did have a whole thing. We're not whole she thing. is right, but it makes me mad. So I, <laughs> I feel like the whole vampire like mythos and what create because weren't they? I, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I believe that the like the myth of the vampire ar- arose from the chupacabra. Oh, or, or like, like it arose from from animals that did drink blood of cattle oh. first, and I believe that that's how it got started. And so there are, are a lot of legends around um, creatures that drink blood mm-hmm. in di- in various cultures, and in India there are rakshasas, right, which are demons. But they're cannibalistic. Like they're thought to be cannibalistic, but also that's also historically like racism because it was like a different part of India when when that story was being like written and stuff like that. So like they all came from a certain part of Sri Lanka, you know. Like it was like that that in itself was um, was racism essentially. But uh, I believe that that would be the closest thing that we have to Interesting. It sounds like almost mm-hmm. like your version of like succubi kind yeah. of like yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's which cool. which I believe also like succubi are are iterations of vampires. Yeah, oh, da- yeah. 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 Like, well, it was really just my roommates from or her uh her grandmother's from the uh, Ukraine and they they had the like countess that used to like bathe in blood, mm-hmm. which honestly oh, yeah. I think is what this movie was based on because there was like a countess who thought mm-hmm. I think exactly, I mean she didn't drink it, she bathed in it, but mm-hmm. she was kind of known as, you know, uh, Ukraine's like first, or maybe she was Hungarian. I'm actually not sure. Because um, as I say it more, I'm like, wait, I think I'm getting my story mixed up. But basically, yeah, there was like a an aristocratic woman who would bathe in virgin blood to keep herself youthful. Mm-hmm. Oh, voice crack. Youthful. There we go. <laughs> I mean, that was the basis for uh, Charlie's Theron and Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, right? that's Doing right. That, that thing, like, that whole, she like, like went into that like gold that, pool, like milk bath. Oh, <laughs> that Elmer's glue bath. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's so right. I remember that. It was just like, she looks cool. She looked great. <laughs> she looked really good. So creepy. <laughs> I like that we're having three very different experiences about this. But I mean, like, but that idea, like, have you guys seen Doctor Sleep? No. Because I feel like the bad guys in that are also iterations of vampires, but they don't drink blood. They they suck your shine. Oh, so it's like, like your like your, like your life force. force. Like your yeah. Life force. yeah. So um, it That's is very so vampiric, yeah, in a way, um, yeah. because they do live forever through that. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, put that on the vampire list. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Sleep. It's called. It's, is it a movie it's, it's or a TV se- show? It's the sequel to The Shining. Oh, I was not expecting that. I don't feel those urges. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 uh if you've seen the shining it's it's yeah. uh, the, the kid has grown up <gasps> and still is being haunted by what happened in the hotel uh, yeah and then other things happen and is he the no, one sucking life no 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 he's oh. uh he has 
kind of vi- like visions and he's able to yeah it's oh like that su- kid it's cannot like, catch a break it's, it's super it's like very supernaturally oriented. <laughs> yeah 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 no i haven't seen it i'm probably not gonna watch it and you can't make have me. you seen the shining no oh you need i mean like how many uh, like i'm curious how many of like horror vampire <laughs> stuff have you seen we watched let the right one in uh-huh. which is fantastic amazing so good. It was really good. It was very Which again, dark. like, got the metaphor aspect and played with the monstrous aspect yeah. of vampires really, really well. That one yeah. was wild. Yeah. And um, it was really weird to be rooting for a bunch of 12 year olds, but like. I'm gonna. S- oh no, my phone's out. I was like, I'm gonna look through our list to see if we did any horror. Oh yeah, yeah, rooting for. Yeah. I don't have my phone on me either. Um, but uh-huh. no, I think that was the only horror. The horror. The whole. We watched a couple that, like, claimed they were horrors and then, like, weren't. Like, Dracula wasn't really. Which one was Dracula? Who was in it? Winona Ryder. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, no, that one was just like, it was mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. It was just a lot. Yeah. That's what it's we've like been finding with a lot of these, um, like, book adaptations is that there's just too much to fit in. And if you understand the context behind a lot of the looks or the quick scenes, like, you'll get more. But they mm-hmm. just couldn't take every single aspect. And, and But they tried. That was the problem. Like, they tried to take every single aspect and just, like... Kind of like your your Reader's mm-hmm. Digest. They tried to do a little abridged version of every single plot line yeah. in the book. And you're like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah. 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 I'm lost. Yeah. Although Gary Oldman was fantastic. Oh, fantastic yeah. in that. Like, that's some of his best work. It was really, like, wonderful. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I thought Keanu Reeves <laughs> was quite adorable. His accent He just was, couldn't do an accent. It was, I didn't think it was that terrible. I also am not, like, English. So, I didn't think it was horrible. Neither I we, was. He. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was trying his hardest, and he was doing his damnedest, and um, and then you know he showed up to work. Yeah, you know, as I am collecting his paycheck. Yeah, yeah. like I'm mad at it. Um, love sweet, it, sweet boy. Um, so I guess just final thoughts on Once Bitten. Do you want to start us off, Nikhil? Um, it's a fun time if you know that it's not the greatest film. Um. <laughs> It's a fun time. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun time. It's a good time. Sebastian. It's great. Sebastian. Sebastian. Watch it for Sebastian. Watch it for Sebastian. Like, truly, I wish there was, like, a drinking game where, like, every time Sebastian gave a look or, like, a... Just, you'd be trashed. I, I mean, just going back. I, I, like, <laughs> I feel like this movie had a lot of, like, smart things about it. Like, the whole mirror makeup thing was... Oh, that was Oh, cool. yeah, that was that really was, like, cute. That was smart. They were, and like, I, and, doing and, her makeup through uh, basically, like, an old-fashioned ring light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was someone else doing it through... It, someone else painting the makeup on her. But mm-hmm. it, it's... it. Y- they didn't even reference why, but someone who knew lore about yeah. vampires would be like, oh, they're doing that because she can't see herself in a mirror. Yeah. And that's the only way that she can actually do makeup. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. can never see your own reflection. And I was Ooh. like, that's, that's smart. Yeah. And, and they used the mirror trick. Cause that was something we had talked about in another movie is they had done these like mirror shots and we kept being like, Oh, we expected them to like mm-hmm. use that as part of the vampire lore. And they never do. And this one did like this yeah. one mm-hmm. did the whole, like I'm there. I'm not, Oh my God, this means I'm turning into a vampire. And it was just like, yes, maybe it was a little cheesy and it was a little heavy handed, but it was just like, so nice that they actually used it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, very have the 80. mirror or don't. But if you have the mirror, use it. Yeah. Also very 80s tech. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Nikhil, wait, tell them what you noticed about the so mirror. So there, there's a scene in... Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a scene in a... Uh, in a... Uh, dressing room. Dressing room. And when Jim Carrey is alone, they have an actual mirror there. 
and he's not actually uh, the woman, the countess is not being reflected. But when both of them are in the shot, they're trying to not have the countess give a reflection, but they want Jim Carrey to have a reflection. So they took out the mirror and had a, a extra try to mimic his moves. So you saw the back of this person's head and the guy is just not syncing up with Jim Carrey at all. And there's just like very, very, very clearly two people there. Yeah, it was nice. I enjoyed that. Like Jim Carrey steps backwards and his reflection steps forward. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> or Jim Carrey's not moving and the other guy yeah, is just like, have a party it. back there. I'm getting paid. I'm getting my $7. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, something else that was super dated was like, they, uh, the girlfriend had the best friends look at the, I uh, look at Jim Carrey's inner thigh and they had this whole scene where they're in the shower and they're trying to see his inner thigh and so they start yelling a, gla- a gay slur and it's a whole big like moment of like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm gay. No one cares now. Like, yeah. now, that would not be a, a strong yeah. enough plot line to even make it into the movie. Like, yeah. one of the friends would have been gay. It was really inconsistent, though, because they had Sebastian, who it's, had, like, closet jokes yes. several Literally times. Literally emerging out the closet there. every time. Like, there was and one, she was like, Sebastian, get out of the closet. And he opens the door, he goes, darling, I've been out for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had, uh, at the phone bar, the, the friend walked over to a uh i guess a i guess a, at that time, a tra- a, either trans or crossdresser yeah right um so they had that yeah but they had him negatively reacting so negatively i guess that reacting. kind of lined up yeah with with that the, the slur scene but you're right I no sebastian was amazing. but it was like a callback but it was kind of a callback to like some like a hot it was like doesn't really matter oh, sort of yeah, deal yeah. he was just rejecting it's not like you're gross. Yeah. yeah. It's like, he was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not for that. And then they had regressed yes, for the bathroom. Exactly. And uh, then had a very long conversation about, about it after <laughs> with dudes like, let's just get his and his like bathrooms. And I was like, I love the, this one moment, you're now planning your life. Your entire life. Your entire life. It's like, let's move life. in together, get his and his towels. And I was just like, I love this for you, if that's what you want. <laughs> realization on the friends, uh, when he was like, you could have just asked, he was like, we could have just asked. We wanted to do it. We wanted to look. <laughs> well, they could have just asked. And I said that as soon as it happened. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but I turned stopped to Paul. But Nicole was, I was like, Nicole, Nicole. like who yeah. would, I was like, wouldn't you let your friend look at your inner thigh? And Nikhil had some reservations about his I friends mean, like, if randomly that would, if looking that would, at his inner if thigh. If that was the question, like, can I look at your inner thigh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think in any situation is not going to be the right question to ask. Well, I don't understand why not. If like if like me, <laughs> well, Julia... Nicole turned to me. She was like, she was like, would you let someone look at your inner thigh? And I looked down at my dress. I was like, you can see my inner thigh right, right now. now. Like it's just, I just I don't know. Like I feel like as your friend, if I sent another one of our male friends mm-hmm. to be like, hey, can you go look in the kills in her thigh? And they were just like, hey, the kill. Nicole is worried about you. <laughs> I'm not making a good point. I'm done. I'm so done. <laughs> 
<laughs> the kid was like, I don't understand where this situation would come up and why I would say yes or no. Why would this would even be a question that I need to answer? And that's what your face is saying right now. So Yeah, I don't I don't need to answer that because <laughs> I think you've answered it for yourself. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, that was a whole moment. I just, it just, so there was, it was a, it was fun. It was cute. And then they, they also, she wouldn't sleep with him in an ice cream truck, but she did sleep with him in a coffin. In a coffin. But the inside standards. of the coffin was, yeah, standards was very plush. Yeah, it was silky and satiny and yeah. it lasted less than a minute as the Countess pointed out to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think all in all, I don't think I would watch it again. I <laughs> I probably would not recommend it to somebody just because there's enough cringy stuff that I wouldn't want them to think that I thought that was the height of comedy. Got like, it. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be nervous that they'd be like, oh, Julia loves this movie, and it is not okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but I see, I kind of see why, like, it got a 91% by the people and, like, zero, 10% by critics. Yeah. <laughs> so... I didn't even look up the. Oh yeah, Fandango. Oh. Fandango got like, or uh, I guess it was Fandango got it like got like a ninety-one, and then Rotten Tomatoes got a ten percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a huge discrepancy. Oh yeah, yeah, between yeah. critics and people. Yeah, it's not a good film, but it's a like, but it's, it's a fun. Fu- it's a fun, but it's a fun. Thing. Yeah, it's a fun, and yeah. I yeah, yeah, and I think if you like go into it knowing that it's going to be a fun. stupid a stupid movie and if you go in knowing it's from the 80s too if you're just like because oh, yeah. like there's cool. other stuff like there's a lot of stuff in like breakfast club that doesn't hold up there's stuff even in even in the 90s i remember watching the wedding singer being like oh a lot of this wouldn't fly mm-hmm. yeah nowadays there's so stuff in the 2000 in the late 2000 2010s i like that i watched and i was just like this doesn't hold up now. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, and it's a decade later. You know what I mean? Oh, there, there have been some pilots that I read from 2018. Oh, really? that was just like, nope, not. I, 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 of course, this didn't get made. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. So I'm happy that we're progressing as a people. Yeah, and we're starting to at least see it more now and be like, oh, this is not great. And and we're, I think we're. It's a big part of it is also we're getting better at writing. Yeah. Like it, these mm-hmm. these are the cheap easy jokes. It's easy to be gross. It's easy to be crude. It's easy to be, True. you know, um, all that stuff. But it, it's harder to do. Like I think what we do in the shadows would be a harder film to write because it's just smart comedy that mm-hmm. relies on like, oh, it's so cute. It's fu- it's so that's so sweet. It's funny. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think I think just like you're right like as a society we've kind of come together and been like well, let's not perpetuate this thing. That's true. So, and so we like, ask for more. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like it's it's hard because I've listened to your podcast before, so I know I've I've I've, uh, I've heard you guys say how, we have a how, fan. We have a yeah. fan. Um, how hard it is to actually translate fantasy into film, mm-hmm. and I get I, I I'd never thought about it that way, but it's so true that yeah. it is very difficult to <laughs> translate fantasy into film, mainly because I think what filmmakers are trying to do is they're trying to make the audience go in wonder mm. at the fantasy mm-hmm. but in the world of fantasy the people within that world are not shocked yes that's, that's yeah. a really the good fantasy point too. aspect of it and so yeah. it's just like okay okay you're doing it purely for the audience mm-hmm. and then and i feel like because we are getting smarter as not only as writers but we're getting as, smarter yes. as audience members too um we we're we're saying like oh 
just put me in the world. I'll, yes. I'll catch up. I'll yes. catch up. Yeah. I I'll love catch up. that. But that's exactly, Let the Right One In does that so well. Mm-hmm. We're like, she's crawling up the wall in the back. That's not even the focus. <laughs> we talked about that scene so much. We love mm-hmm. that scene so, so much. It's so fantastic because like I would, as so as good. like a novice like filmmaker, looking at it as like a filmmaker, I would be like, let's watch her crawl up the wall. Instead of watching the thing we're supposed to be focusing on, which is the relationship. And then having mm-hmm. the supernatural stuff happen mm-hmm. because that's that's exactly how it happens in the world that we're in, in the shadows, yeah. in the background, in the things that we're not focused on. And if we as an audience are smart enough to look over there, great, you got a good surprise. But if you're just focused on the relationship, you got a good story. I love that. Mm-hmm. I so it's uh, it's such oh, good. That was so like, beautifully put too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's fantastic. And I that is very true. Um then you have to start looking at like who the audience is because like you said earlier, it was this made for teenage boys. And yeah. like is that a big enough demographic? Like white teenage boys is that a big enough demographic to make the amount of money you need Mm -hmm. to support this movie (laughs) because that was the demographic for all 1985 that's very true and it's like wow like it doesn't it truly it doesn't make sense money like money wise now i if you want to make money you make a movie for teenage Teenage girls. girls yes like you've seen what they do to boy bands they make yes. them millionaires in like a month. That's like, true. <laughs> That's why Twilight. Yeah, Twilight, One Direction, the power, <laughs> the power of the female masses. Truly. Um, well, before we wrap this up, we have a little initiation gift for you. I like oh. that you brought the whole bag. I brought the whole bag. Your very own vampire face! Nice. Yay! <laughs> I wanted to keep them clean for as long as possible. You know, I understand. Those are for you. <laughs> we can sign them if you want. Let's see them. Put them in. Oh, you didn't have to. Yeah, he did. Oh, look at that handsome vamp. <laughs> look, is embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. That looks great. Uh-huh. Why are you doing that? Why are you making so much eye contact with me? Because I'm a vampire. Yeah, now. he's seducing you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did. Well, they did kind of. Sorry, I know I said that was the last thing, but <laughs> one last thing is they did kind of compulsion. Instead mm-hmm. of like looking at her, eyes, she just kept doing this like. It's a finger thing. The, the finger fingers. thing. It went through her well manicured. Yes, she oh, yeah. had these nails that Nicola made me want like, to get, get my nails done. Yeah, they were cute. <laughs> uh, She's just like, I love it. Awesome. Well, Nikhil, thank you so much thank for joining you. us. Mm-hmm. Guys, this Pleasure. has been Bite Me. Um, you can learn more about us at playersperformersandportrayers.com or you can follow us on Instagram at Bite Me the Podcast. I'm Julia. And I'm Bacola. And I'm Nikhil. And we'll see you next time on 